Thanks for downloading this IMSA Radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA Radio wherever they get their podcasts. The E-Day Mitsu Master MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich on IMSA Radio. The E-Day Mitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup Championship is where we find some of the most entertaining races any given racing weekend. As we know, more Mazda's a road race than any other car on any weekend. And Mazda stepping up the game a little bit this year, adding real cash money prizes to each and every race. Hi everyone, I'm Shay Adam and welcome to the paddock. We're back once again, this time for 2023 with a lot of familiar faces, a lot of new ones and a lot of brand new Mazda race cars. This place is awesome. Upon seeing the cars rolling out of the trucks, I'm noticing, well, first off, a lot of new trucks. We've got big rigs here for the first time. Lost a lot of the little mom and pop kind of feel as far as the transporters are concerned, but not as far as the feeling in the paddock. There's still a lot of love here and a lot of beautiful race cars. The first one I happened to see was the defending champion, Jared Thomas, number 96. Same livery as last year, so that'll make John and my life a lot easier. But the funny thing, it still has a lot of the bumps and the bruises from the championship winning race at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta. So before we get things kicked off for some track action, and before we get into our first race, let's find out who our contenders are going to be for this year and see if maybe, just maybe, we do as we did last year and talk to the champion well before his journey begins. One of the championship contenders for 2023 will no doubt be Aaron Johnson. You're back again in this paddock, but now you've got a little bit of extra... I don't want to say ego boost, but confidence boost after a very big win toward the end of last year. Tell us about what happened with the NASA championships when you were racing, where was it, Indy? No, that was at uh, Laguna Seca. At Laguna. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, that was awesome, man. That was my first time trying to win a title in Spec Miata. Um, you know, I was able to get some, some time out there all year last year coaching and racing, and uh, that's where the championships were for NASA, so I decided to go for it. And... Um, we got double pole and then let every lap and won the race. So that was that was a big win for me, and I'm looking forward to carrying that momentum into the 2023 MX-5 Cup season. How similar are those cars to these Cup cars? Well, they're short wheelbase. Um, they're not very fast in the straight, so they're momentum-based. You have to keep your speeds up. Uh, but that, they don't have power steering, though, so the, the steering's a lot heavier in those cars. There's also no ABS, so you have to... You have to make sure you don't lock up your brakes, flat spot your tires in those cars. Other than that, it's it's similar concept and similar racing style. In terms of it being a long off season, it's not as long between uh, the weekend at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta to coming here to Daytona International Speedway. But you're still one of the hardest working people in the paddock just trying to be here. What have you done in the meantime to try and secure yourself a seat for 2023? Well, they always say that um, finding partners in, in racing uh, is about building relationships, and I've worked really hard at that over the past few years. Um, obviously, I've, I've gotten some great support from the Wings and Wheels Foundation uh, and just other people I've met in the sport and in business and in life that I've worked with. Um, you know, I've been able to build a decent amount of support around me and trying to carry that in, into my racing and, uh, and get people rooting for me. It's worked out pretty well. 
Your car's under a different tent this year. Well, not yet. It's still sitting outside in the Florida sunshine. But what's it been like to work all of a sudden with the JTR crew? It's been awesome. I've known Jared for a while. We were both uh, Mazda MX-5 Cup shootout finalists whenever Jared won in 2019. Um, and me and him were the final two to be selected, and he ended up winning. So I've known him since then and, and followed him, and, and I've admired what he's been able to do with his team in a short period of time. Uh, and, and they have been completely professional since I've joined the team. They're really switched on. They're efficient, uh, and, he, and he really knows what he's doing. I think he's going to make a great teammate on and off the track, and I have some other really good teammates to work with as well. Yeah, you've got a plethora of them. I mean, there's, what, eight cars under that tent this year? What's it like to step up from a team that had three cars last year at Daytona and all of a sudden you're just part of a pack? It seems like every team's stepping up, but it, it's it's awesome. The culture's really good. I get along with everybody under our tent, um, and, and they're all really good good people to be around. So I've enjoyed it so far. I like, I've only done one test with these guys so far, but it went awesome. Um, yeah, really looking forward to racing with them. And, and the car is fast, and it's got a good good baseline setup on it to start. So I'm really excited. Now, part of the struggle every year for when John and I come to Daytona is learning all the new liveries. Your car looks slightly different. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, it's uh, deep blue, deep matte blue with uh, dark silver trim on it. Uh, and it's got an abundance of, of nice, different, fancy logos on there. So it's got Wings and Wheels Foundation on the hood, uh, more like financial advisors, um, Liberty Group on the side, and uh, VSRS on the front. So it's got you know quite a bit of different things going on, but I think it all comes together pretty nice and it looks good. There's a new incentive this year as well within each race financially. You win real cash money for each step of the podium, and in essence a little bit further down too. How much more does that incentivize you as a driver to get up there? Hmm, yeah, I'd say a little bit more, especially if you're mixing it up in the front on the last lap there might be a little bit more urgency to get the next position in front of you. So it'll make it it'll make things interesting, I think. Thanks, Aaron. Good luck this year. Thank you. Anytime we come to the state of Florida and we're racing in the state of Florida, Glenn McGee is somehow going to find his way into an MX-5 Cup car. Now, Glenn, coming back to Daytona, this was a very strong race for you as the race was going on last year. It didn't necessarily end the way we wanted it to, but you showed such good pace, especially when it got a little bit wet dry forecast you still excited for this weekend yeah i am i i haven't raced it in the dry actually so um you know i was worried coming here last year the first time i ever driven daytona in a race scenario and you know as you can see our racing is so competitive and just insane so then you think about the speed we're going when we're drafting we're going over 145 maybe 148 miles an hour in these little cars it's super fast so i was you know that's something to get used to but it's fun and then they throw the rain in there and it's just a whole nother a whole nother ball game but it was actually super fun um and yeah we had a good race last year uh came up through the pack but then it ended early so i think we could have showed more we started in the back but i think we could have showed more last year uh this year in the dry um you know i think really playing that draft's going to be the important part uh working with people just trying to keep fast on the infield, but stick with a couple of guys, work with them, and, and cycle out the guys that you don't want to be with. I think a lot of drivers don't understand the strategy around drafting. And if you can get around a couple of smart guys like Jared, uh, my teammate, um, or Aaron, um, I think we can really work to cycle people out and move up the field. I don't even think they'll realize we're doing it. So hopefully that's, that's the game plan. Now, you're another one of this cluster of drivers coming into JTR. They win the championship. That's got to make it even more of an attractive team to join. But they know how to set up a good car, particularly here, having claimed the first win of the season. This is going to be another strong showing from the team. But what have they done to sort of reassure you that it's going to be just as good as last year? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, we're uh, the team did an awesome job last year, Jared and the whole team. I think uh, their setups are really amazing. Uh, some, you know, the best setups I've, I've had and um, really comfortable and fast. And uh, I think that helped Jared win the championship. Now we have, we went from basically like four cars to eight cars. So uh, everybody wants to be with his team and for good reason. Uh, we've hired on some extra staff. Uh, Jared is still there helping with setup I'll be helping with setup as well so I, I learned a lot from Jared last year and you know luckily I've, I've learned a lot from some really great drivers in this series and uh, so I, I will be trying to help supplement that and, and help them out with both data and and, uh, and setup you've always been really good at p- putting in those sneaky fast laps during the race now there's a benefit to that because qualifying can be your second fastest lap from the qualifying session or fastest lap from the race how much are you going to be depending on that to try and give you a good starting position for race two uh it's hard that's a hard one for me I, I you know i feel like qualifying should be qualifying so this is a new dynamic we have a shorter qualifying session which i think plays to our strength so um you know jared if you look at qualifying sessions usually jared or or connor or myself will get a, a time in quickly so it might play to our favor that the qualifying shorter but um, then we got to find it in the race. And it's so easy to trip over people. And you, you really don't want to be concentrating on getting that lap in. I think there will be opportunities to. Uh, but that's a whole other dynamic that we have to keep in our head. So um, it makes it hard. I think I'm going to favor the race and getting the result. And, you know, if I happen to have a gap where I can sneak a lap in like I did last year, um, it, I think that will play to my advantage as well. So, um, you know, maybe, maybe it's all better for me, these new rules. Good luck this year, Glenn. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Connor Zilich, welcome back to this series. Last year, Rookie of the Year, super strong campaign. I mean, most rookies don't come in and win a race, let alone four or five by the end of the season. How good does it feel back to come back here and not have those rookie stripes on anymore? Yeah, um, obviously I, I had a lot of fun last year, did really well. Um, at the last last half of the season or so, won four races. Um, especially as a rookie, that was super um, super special to me and just a great accomplishment Ex- exceeded my goals so um, coming in with a new set of goals this year um, I'm only going to be able to do four weekends so um, not racing for a championship which just means race wins are that much more important um, so just going to go out there and give it my all and, and hopefully get a few more wins for the team and um, just you know show what we have and, and what we're capable of doing. Well, now race wins mean even more because you get real cash money to pocket and walk away. Big smile on your face. So what's the ultimate goal through the race weekends besides winning? You going to try and help your team get a championship too? Yeah, obviously we came just short of the driver championship last year. So to help one of my teammates, um, you know, get better better finishing positions and um, hopefully closer to a, an overall championship, driver championship, would be, uh, would be really special to Brian, I know. And um, that's his goal. And to win a driver championship he's wanted to since he started the team so um, if I can help anyone under the team do that I'm going to uh, the best I can. That'd be Brian Hickson from Hickson Motorsports and now there is something different though because you're not just going to move over to let a teammate win unless they offer you the cash equivalent of what you'd be giving them? Yeah you know obviously there is cash now uh, per race so um, you know you got to you got to put that into mind as well and um, cash is always is always nice so uh, race wins are, are sounding a little nicer this year than last year. Hickson last year was the team to beat. I mean, more cars than anyone else, well-prepared. You guys come in, you get podiums, race wins. Now you got JTR with double the car count that they had here last year. Are you looking at them more as competition for who to watch out for the, for the season, or are you looking at everybody? 
Um, you know, I less look at the competition and focus on us and what we're doing and being the best that we can because I know that if we get everything that, that we have going on, if we get it all right um, and do, do the best that we can, we shouldn't have to worry about the competition as much. So um, really just focusing on ourselves and doing the best that we can is, is what we're focused on. When you find out you're doing a limited calendar, obviously it's going to be dates are what holds you to it, but ultimately are you looking at these going, oh, I really want to go there. Let, let's figure out how to race there. Yeah, I really wanted to do Daytona and St. Pete, and those are two of the four that I'm doing. Um, St. Pete's an awesome temporary track at, in the in the downtown, downtown area of St. Pete, so um, that one's going to be a lot of fun, and I had a lot of fun there last year. I didn't qualify well, but I came from the back and ended up on the podium from outside the top 20, which was uh, really awesome for my first podium in the MX-5 Cup, so those were my two bucket list events that I really wanted to get back to this year, and um, thankfully, I'll be able to do both of them. You only got a couple races this year. Make the most of it. Good luck getting those wins and getting the money. Thank you. Kind of the elder statesman of the team now for Sam Paley. It's just three years ago that it was your rookie endeavor. Now you're back again. What is the ultimate goal for this season? Championship or bust? Yeah, the first goal is to race the whole season. Um, right now, we have Daytona sorted, and the next goal is to be able to race at St. Pete. But the goal on track, you know, kind of the nothing to lose mentality. Um, every race, I want to go out there, and the goal is to win. And anything short of that wouldn't be a successful race, in my opinion. But I do hope that we can race the whole championship. And obviously, the goal would be to win the championship and get as many wins as possible and podiums, and just keep staying up front. And obviously, I still need to win a race in this series, so that's the primary goal. And it all starts this weekend, and the goal for this weekend is to get on the top step of the podium. They've now incentivized it a little bit more, though, with real cash money for each race win. So potentially $12,000 on a weekend, could that be the difference in you showing up to the next races? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a big part of why I'm here this weekend. Um, the prize package is a lot more in-depth and, and better than it was last year. So <clears throat> thanks to Mazda Motorsports for and Anderson Promotions for setting that up because that helps drivers, especially in my position, to stay on track. And obviously, you know, it incentivizes drivers to do well on track. Um, so, yeah, it, it, I think it's a great thing for the series and for the overall growth of the series and for drivers to be able to stay on track. You're someone who's always running at the front of the pack. You're always up there battling it out for the win, yeah. no matter what, and more so toward the end of last season. So your growth progression has really continued to go on. Now you've got more people on the team to work with you, but you've also got bigger teams in Hickson and JTR and Spark Performance. Those teams have grown as well. What's the advantage of McCombie-McAleer Racing? Yeah, I think we have a great package of you know, a great car package. Last year, we had a fantastic package, and I think everyone saw that at the end of last year. Unfortunately, we got lucky in the middle of the year with some mechanical issues, and we had an engine failure that set us back as a team pretty bad for a couple weekends there. Um, but yeah, I think at the end of last year, and even at the beginning of last year when we were on pole for Daytona, that was kind of the package that we had. So I've got a lot of confidence in the team, and, and Stephen McAleer and, and Chad McCumbie are two guys with a lot of knowledge in the paddock with racing in general and especially with these cars and I have full faith in the team and I think there's no doubt that we're going to be up front again so like I said the goal is to win this weekend and I think we have every capability to fulfill that goal. I fully believe you on that. Uh, good luck in the race this weekend and hopefully we see you for the rest of the year. Thank you. 
one of the last additions to the entry list is one of the strongest ones that we are so glad to see back. Bryce Cornier, welcome back to the Itamitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup Championship. We missed you at the end of last season. First off, talk a little bit about how being on the sideline makes the desire to be back in the series even stronger. Yeah, so uh, worked my butt off uh, and uh, had a really good support team uh, to get back to Daytona. So excited to be with Spark Performance this year. Uh, yeah, you know, VIR didn't go the way we, we had hoped. Um, had an engine go running third, and uh, we thought that that could have been a much-needed podium uh, that was much deserved. But sitting on the sideline, I didn't run that next day, and that just kind of uh, – I started my uh, push to be back uh, then for uh, this year. So excited to be back, and it's good to see all the drivers' uh, familiar faces. It's a cool program that you're with this year, too, because it's expanded. Talk a little bit about the team has changed. Yeah, uh, Nathaniel Sparks, uh, as he also goes uh, by a Sparky, um, really grew the team. Uh, 2021 was a one-car team with Gresham, obviously, and that year, we all know, went really well uh, with him winning the championship with Gresham. They won the team championship that year. Um, They had a little bit larger team last year, but now up to six cars uh, with the inclusion of me, so... He's uh, looking over there, you know, the setup is growing, you know, he's got a large trailer and it's it's looking good. So um, Sparky's a, a great driver himself, you know, he's been, he's had 2016 and, and a champion himself in the series. He knows it um, and now uh, showing his skills as a team principal, which is uh, really cool and a, which a lot of drivers uh, aspire to be, you know, Jared Thomas is... Um, kind of following that same path is what we see too so it's really exciting i'm uh, proud to be a part of it some interesting cool things i'm doing this year being a part of american heart association and uh, the joe abate charitable foundation for congenital heart defects so i was obviously uh, diagnosed with uh, congenital heart defects two of them when i was younger and it's part of my story so i'm proud to be supporting some uh, really cool uh, missions this year for uh, early heart uh, and heart awareness yeah, that's that's something that I don't think gets talked about enough, just how much adversity you had to overcome to even get behind the wheel of a race car to begin with. Now you're not only being an inspiration for other kids, but how many how many opportunities do you get necessarily to go to hospitals to speak to little kids who were in a position yeah. you were in a long time ago? No, so uh, the Joe Abate Charitable Foundation, I'm getting to do some uh, camps this year. Uh, they have a great uh, system of camps, uh, getting to speak to the children and Uh, share my story because you know a lot of them are probably uh, having similar symptoms or or trials and tribulations and uh, Joe Abate is there to support families you know the family needs to focus on uh, what matters for their children and not the money side of things so um, no it's going to be really cool I'm getting some opportunities this year to do that um, and support uh, young ones that are affected and then also uh, their American heart is is primarily uh, heart awareness Um, you know uh, cardiac arrest is uh, a real deal and can happen in many cases um, and knowing CPR is something that anybody can learn uh, now it's a hands-on only system which a lot of people may not know uh, so it's a little bit easier but um, supporting American Heart with that as well as, well as sharing my story. So. You mentioned the family is not needing to worry about finances well yeah. this series has made a change that now helps drivers worry less about finances the incentive to yeah, win a race yeah. six yeah. grand for first place that's got to be catching your attention in the rule book this year yeah I, I didn't want to be on the sideline this year watching uh, the money uh, fly around I mean uh, to consider that you can win potentially 12 grand win both races 12 grand in a, a weekend and get very close to 
you know, subsidizing a large portion of your weekend, your race weekend as a driver. And that's, that's uh, incredible. So kudos to Mazda and all of Mazda's partners in the series for doing so. And it's uh, not only is it uh, incentivized, but it's also uh, viewership. You know, and I think the series is growing and getting the popularity that it deserves. 29 other drivers in the field for this weekend's race. What's going to be your advantage over the rest of them? My advantage is going to be that I've, I've the thing is, I, I think we have a good group that have known this series before and has driven this, but I think being with Spark this year, I have some uh, knowledge. I have uh, Gresham under the tent, uh, which is always good, uh, and uh, being able to pick his brain when possible, but I just feel way more comfortable this year than I did when I came into Daytona, just knowing where I am, just knowing the atmosphere, the basic stuff, where to go, and that all just lets me focus a little bit more on my racecraft, and uh, I'm excited about putting that to the test uh, this week. Um, yeah, let's see how it goes. i got to stay clean in qualifying. That's something I didn't do last year, which is a bonehead thing for me, but um, got to stay clean in qualifying and just be up there. And in terms of helping John and myself out with livery, it's still the 65. What yep. uh, What's the look of the car? Yeah, so not the uh, soul red uh, this year. Uh, I am uh, in a gray, green, and white uh, Spark Performance car, number nice. 65. So a little bit different vibe. <laughs> Thanks, Bryce. Good yeah. luck this year. Yeah, thank you. Kind of the elder statesman of the team now for Sam Paley. It's just three years ago that it was your rookie endeavor. Now you're back again. What is the ultimate goal for this season? Championship or bust? Yeah, the first goal is to race the whole season. Um, right now we have Daytona sorted, and the next goal is to be able to race at St. Pete. But the goal on track, you know, kind of the nothing-to-lose mentality. Um, every race I want to go out there, and the goal is to win. And anything short of that wouldn't be a successful race, in my opinion. But I do hope that we can race the whole championship, and obviously the goal would be to win the championship and get as many wins as possible and podiums and just keep staying up front. And obviously I still need to win a race in this series, so that's the primary goal, and it all starts this weekend, and the goal for this weekend is to get on the top step of the podium. They've now incentivized it a little bit more, though, with real cash money for each race win. So potentially $12,000 on a weekend, could that be the difference in you showing up to the next races? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a big part of why I'm here this weekend. Um, the prize package is a lot more in-depth and, and better than it was last year. So <clears throat> thanks to Mazda Motorsports for and Anderson Promotions for setting that up because that helps drivers, especially in my position, to stay on track. And obviously, you know, it incentivizes drivers to do well on track. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's a great thing for the series and for the overall growth of the series and for drivers to be able to stay on track. You're someone who's always running at the front of the pack. You're always up there battling it out for the win, yeah. no matter what, and more so toward the end of last season. So your growth progression has really continued to go on. Now you've got more people on the team to work with you, but you've also got bigger teams in Hickson and JTR and Spark Performance. Those teams have grown as well. What's the advantage of becoming Macaulay Racing? Yeah, I think we have a great package of you know, a great car package. Last year, we had a fantastic package, and I think everyone saw that at the end of last year. Unfortunately, we got lucky in the middle of the year with some mechanical issues, and we had an engine failure that set us back as a team pretty bad for a couple weekends there. Um, but yeah, I think at the end of last year, and even at the beginning of last year, when we were on pole for Daytona, that was kind of the package that we had. So I've got a lot of confidence in the team, and, and Stephen McAleer and, and Chad McCombie are two guys with a lot of knowledge 
in the paddock with racing in general and especially with these cars and I have full faith in the team and I think there's no doubt that we're going to be up front again so like I said the goal is to win this weekend and I think we have every capability to fulfill that goal. I fully believe you on that. Uh, good luck in the race this weekend, and hopefully we see you for the rest of the year. Thank you. Scholarship winner for 2023, Nate Cicero. Welcome to the big show. First off, how long have you dreamed about being on this stage? Uh, this has been the goal since 2016. Uh, I started karting with Maclears, and uh, yeah, this has been the goal ever since then. Steven is effusive in his praise of you. I mean, he's made no secret of how happy he is to have you as part of the team. But driving the Itamitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup Championship, that's a very big step. You're looking at Rookie of the Year or Championship and then maybe Rookie of the Year too? Uh, we'll see how this weekend goes and just get an idea of where we're going to be. Um, I felt pretty good in the car, so <laughs> as Sam said, we're going for it all. We're going to make it work. Uh, just do the best we can and go from there. This is quite a big paddock with a lot of new, shiny, beautiful cars. It's going to look a lot different, obviously, by the end of the season, a lot of battle scars. But for you, coming in this car, what kind of experience do you have in cars instead of karting? Uh, so I did one year last year uh, with Spec MX-5. I was a scholarship winner for that. Um, and I have a couple of WRL races, which is an endurance racing league, uh, in the MX-5 Cup car alongside a few of my competitors this year. So I got to learn a little bit from them. Um, and that's about it. When you look at the calendar, there's some really big legendary names kicking things off at Daytona, but what's the one that you're looking at next going, oh, that'll be pretty fun? I think St. Pete, uh, first street circuit in cars for me, that'll be really cool. Uh, I think that's a great challenge, racing there looks sick. Um, yeah, that, that's a big one for me. What made you want to be in racing? I always loved cars from when I was very little. Uh, some of the first words that I learned, I would go up to people when I was two or three years old and ask for their car keys and try and tell them what car they had, so just always an attraction to cars since I was very young. We're very similar. I learned how to read from Car and Driver, and I was naming everything on the street by about two years old. It's just in you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. It's uh, something you're born with, and the, racing, the love for racing just goes from there. Do you watch any of the old races to try and learn things about how to be quicker right off the bat? Yeah, I think uh, I watched the last few years of Daytona, especially last year was a big one, even though it was raining. It was still a really cool race, and then... Uh, yeah, just trying to learn how to deal with the draft, get with partners. Just you got to be really smart in this series. You can't go expecting to just blitz away from the field. You got to be smart. You got to work with your teammates. Uh, so I think that's probably the biggest thing I learned from watching watching all the races. Your two team owners, very experienced guys. They know how to win races. Obviously, you've worked with Stephen for a long time. Is there any kind of team order coming down from the top saying, guys, we've got five cars. Let's use them all together in the right way. Nothing yet. Nothing uh, yet. I think. You know, we're obviously going to go and practice and see where we all are on pace and try and work together if we can. That would be the ultimate goal, but uh, yeah, just go out and practice and see where we are. Good luck. Enjoy the weekend, Nate. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, that's a nice little sampling of uh, new friends, new people to watch out for in the Itamitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup Championship paddock for the 2023 season. But, unfortunately, they've all scattered because, oh, yeah, practice one is about to start. So, we'll be able to hear from more of them throughout the course of the season, get their takes on things. But, at the end of the day, we've got 30 cup cars getting ready to go for the championship opener. And, in reality, any one of the 30 could come home with that $6,000 prize for winning a race and, more importantly, the championship lead. So tune in to IMSA Radio. All the races will be broadcast live for you in sound and vision. John Hindoff and myself taking you through it. And we'll be doing that 
all season long. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you soon. This program is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.